You are listening to Grit and Grace, where I'm sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you and bringing stories to you of the most amazing women that are crushing it in business and in life. My name is Tomberly, and I'm a social impact entrepreneur, where I help businesses grow their community impact and their bottom line through their partnerships with nonprofit organizations. I'm also the founder of Tomberly's Tribe, a brand new group of female experts that from all different fields are helping women grow to their highest level of potential. Join us on this journey by downloading the Himalaya app, which is free, and follow us so we can keep you up to date on all of the new shows that are coming out. Welcome to my show. Okay, my friends, you are in for a treat today because my guest is not only a repeat guest, this is her third time on the show, but she is so knowledgeable on a variety of ways that we can take care of our body and take care of our mind. She is a health and happiness strategist, and she does this in a variety of ways through corporate wellness training and working with individual clients and group training, and she is also the author of The You Revolution, and it's my friend, Michelle Zellner. Yay. So nice to be back here with you, my friend. Oh my gosh. We were just reminiscing about where I started and where we are because your first show was was in my f- my first five, really. Yeah. And I think we recorded it in my kitchen. I think we did. <laughs> yes. And you know, the, well, we have to even go back like one one step because many of my listeners may not have listened to those that first show. And that first show was really us like just sharing about how we were, how we got there and what we were doing it for. And we shared the process of you actually, you know, you were one of the three that we almost started the podcast as a, did we call ourselves tri-founders? Yes, I think we did call it that. Gosh, you have a good memory because that was like two years ago now. In fact, exactly this time two years ago is when we started talking about it and started working on it. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. And what's really amazing is this show is coming out the same week that I'm releasing my 100th episode. That just gave me goosebumps. I know. I know. And I, so I just have to start this by honoring you, like who you are as a person and in the process of us potentially starting a podcast and the work we did together subsequently, you have just become one of like my heart sisters. I I mean, you are connected to me in so many ways and I just have like this deep love and gratitude for you, my friend. Thank you for, you really have just been like one of my greatest cheerleaders and that's so rare. So thank you. Oh my gosh. Well, it's been quite a journey and I just want to give a shout out to you of a hundred episodes, how far you've come in all of this. And it's I mean, honestly, for me to see this growth in you and to know that I was a little catalyst in getting you there, it does feel good. But you clearly have found your calling. I mean, no doubt this is what you're meant to do. Oh, thank you. Well, you you did push me a little at the beginning. And I, I almost threw the towel in when we were having all those technical difficulties because we had borrowed equipment. And then now we're like in this, like, we have like this fancy rig. We have all the good stuff. Our audio is good. But you really kept me going. Even though you you decided that it wasn't for you to be a co-host, you were so willing to always come on the show and also just encourage me to not give up. So you weren't a small part of this, Michelle. You were a big part of me getting here today. So I'm I'm just so grateful. So just know I'm like deep bow in my love for you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's certainly reciprocal. You've always supported me and everything that I've done as mm. well. And just having me on the show to talk about 
what I do and what I'm doing is really, I, I, it's a tremendous gratitude for me to you as well. See, people, this is what it's like when you find someone that you can count on to not only have your back as a friend, but to understand that your success is part of their success. Like as a, as a friend, if you've helped somebody get to somewhere that they want to go, you get to own that as a piece of you. And really, that's where you start wondering, like, why do women feel the need to be competitive, right? I mean, we take that off the table and you experience the growth that happens with someone that truly, truly cares about your best interest. It, their, your success becomes part of theirs. It's a beautiful thing. So if you don't have people like that in your life, or if you feel like your success is not necessarily supported by other people, then you know what? You need to find a Michelle. You need, you need a Michelle in your life. <laughs> well, um, you know, to your point, I think there is room for everyone to cheer everyone else on. And yes, a little bit of healthy competition is good, but I think that can be done in a kind, supportive way, right? I mean, we sort of started down the same path, but when I really was confident this was not for me, I didn't want you to stop. Hmm. And I also didn't want to let you down. So that was hard for me to pull out of that, uh, right? Because when you're doing something with somebody that you do care about, it's hard to say no when, you know, you don't know how they're going to take it. So um, I think for anybody going on a journey like that, whether it's in business or with, with any kind of relationship, you know, knowing that you're not always going to be going in the same direction at the same time, but it doesn't mean that you can't still support each other in whatever journey they're on. Mm, good point. These are so good. I feel like we've just started talking about some of the topics that you must cover in your training. And because part of wellness, right, is our is our mind, and it is and it is our relationships. It's it's our relationship with ourselves and our relationships with others. Um, and I know that that's a piece of it. But I would love for you to share with our listeners more of what the encompassing, you know, mission and vision you have for for who you are, like a, a health and, and happiness strategist. That is damn awesome. <laughs> like everybody needs a strategist in their life to help them find like health and happiness, you know, like it's, that's the key. Yeah. I mean, so my mission really is to help people be better human beings. My business name is Better Beings. And I started out what feels like a million years ago as a personal trainer, um, which has definitely evolved now to doing all the things that you said, corporate wellness trainings, I'm working with individuals on health coaching is kind of the generic term for that. Workshops, retreats, uh, just had a vision boarding party, having another one. Um, and it really is to help people be the healthiest, happiest humans that they can possibly be. And why am I somebody who can help people do that? Because I've been on my own journey and have figured out a lot of things that were working uh, things that weren't working, and I had to figure out how to change it. If I wasn't happy in something, I always had to look to me first because I'm the common thread in everything that goes on in my life. Uh, I'd certainly have you know gone up and down in in lots of different um, aspects of physical, mental, and emotional well-being on my own journey. But over twenty three years now of doing what I do, i've I've worked with so many different people who have, different challenges, and yet they're all kind of the same, right? Because we're all human. So we're all, um, in some ways, struggling with the same things. They might be packaged slightly differently, but um, what I do know is there is a strategy for everything. Typically, 
the answer is it's hard, <laughs> which is why right. we don't do it, right? right. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that I've had to do for myself and, and things that I talk a lot about are, uh, you know, pick your hard. It's hard now or harder later. And I think if you pick hard now, it probably will make later easier mm -hmm. and you might enjoy the journey of getting to later a little more as well. Mm, that's beautiful. And I, one thing that you are so good at is calling upon your experiences. And your book, I mean, the you, the you Revolution book is, first of all, as your friend, it was an experience to read it because I knew most of what you were sharing in the book, but there's some of it that I didn't. And it showed me the depth of who you are as a, as a human and as a facilitator and a trainer and a coach because you have lived so much experience that you can bring that forth and share it with others. And on top of that, you have experienced that with so many other people because you don't do what you do without coming across all the different types of people. And the hard, the hard, that's it right? That's it. Um, you give a really good example when it comes to desserts, because you and I both have this, you know, mutual shared love of all things sweet and yummy and delicious. And, you know, you talk about it like it is, it is hard. It's hard to do the things that you know are right for you. It is hard to make that choice. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about the book. Yeah, so um, the You Revolution is a 10-week lifestyle enhancement program that I created um, about six years ago now for one of my corporate clients that had a wellness, um, a wellness program, and they wanted a robust lifestyle enhancement program. And so, well, talk about words. I mean, a robust lifestyle enhancement program. So first of all, you know how many different categories that could fit in? Anyway, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, <laughs> especially after the, the funny innuendos we just made about our micro microphones before we started. So we're not going to go into that section, but I just put that in your mind. Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I had welcome. finally dismissed it yes. and now it's, it's fresh again. <laughs> That's our role. <laughs> yes. Um, so I came up with 10 weeks of content. I just thought about, you know, what are the things that it takes to be a healthy human? Um, what are some of the lessons I've learned along my journey? What were my struggles? How did I figure out solutions around those struggles? And so out of that came uh, the You Revolution, and it's basically addressing everything from goal setting, mindset, stress management, nutrition, exercise, um, sleep, hormones, you know, know your numbers, like literally pretty much head to toe, just kind of what a human needs in order to not only function, but to thrive. Um, and then also threaded throughout the book is my own story. So it's the You Revolution, the journey of a better being. And, uh, you know, in each chapter, I, I give a little nugget of how this particular topic influenced my life or what challenge I had with it, what lesson I learned from it. Um, and, yeah, so that's what it is. <laughs> it's so, uh, And so super proud of you, my friend. I saw the process of you starting that book to completion to now it literally changing people's lives. It is absolutely phenomenal. So if you have not read the book, you can get The You Revolution on Amazon um, or any other location. Actually, I'll, we'll just go ahead and put the, the link in the show notes if people want to buy the book. Buy the book. Buy the book. And I know that we all like audiobooks, and I, I definitely would say if your option is no book or audiobook, do the audiobook. But if you can get the printed copy, it's good because it, the, the tactical feel of some of the information and components of that book are so much better to be able to refer back to over and over again. And then maybe transpose into your own journal. 
right? Yeah, I did just release a companion journal. Um, oh, there's, right. There's yes. a lot of blank pages, which is funny because my friend <laughs> told me that she had somebody look at the journal and she was like, yeah, my friend wrote that. And he opened it up and he was like, wow, that's impressive because it's a bunch of blank pages. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I hope you told him I actually wrote a book. She's yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, there's some little inspiration. The intentions of a better being are in the front of the journal, but really it's the journal of a better being. So it's your journey. It's your journal to write your story of how you're going to be a better being. And that's Mm -hmm. why there's blank pages. Yeah, it's beautiful. And thank you for bringing that knowledge to the world, my friend. That is uh, incredible. And really what we're here to talk about today, though, is something big, something big that's coming. And I cannot wait to hear more about this retreat that you're planning in Bali. Yes. I mean, I just say the word Bali and I'm like, holy, this is going to be so good. Uh, so how, first tell us, like, what inspired you to put this retreat together? My first retreat was uh, summer of 2017. I did a retreat to the island of Kauai. Hawaii is literally where my soul resides. And uh, for years, people have said, oh, you need to do a wellness retreat. I thought, oh, that's a lot of work. I don't know about that. Um, but the more I thought about it and then having met somebody who's local to Kauai who could kind of do the stuff that I couldn't do, I thought, well, why not? Let me give it a try. And so I rented a house on the beach. We had seven people. We lived the healthy lifestyle together. We did all kinds of um, excursions. I did like my workshops. It was amazing from start to finish. It was just an incredible experience for everybody, including myself. I mean, there was so much learning and growing when you share space with strangers um, and who are all, you know, sort of on the same mission just to improve some aspect of their well-being. And so Bali has always intrigued me. And uh, I was on a very luxurious trip over the summer. And as I was on it, I was thinking, huh, If I was doing this in a wellness sort of way, here's how I would do it. And I thought, well, why don't I just do that? And since Bali's always intrigued me and it just has a nice ring to it, be a better being in Bali, I thought, well, why not? (laughs) And so uh, I partnered with the Bali Institute, who has uh, worked really hard to curate the experiences that I was looking for to bring a well-rounded offering of health, healing, wellness, cultural uh, experiences and exposure, uh, a little bit of play, a little bit of work. And so it's it's going to be an unbelievable 10 days. And I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm super excited too. And I think that one of the topics I wanted to talk about about this retreat is how we need to be able to invest in ourselves to make improvement. And I think we undervalue what what that looks like. I mean, investment in yourself, it it isn't just how you, what clothes you buy or what kind of makeup you put on your face. It is how you work on the inside of you. And that goes from your heart, you know, to your mind, to your body, to your blood flow, right? To your peace, to your joy, all of those things. And it's really hard for us to sometimes achieve that in our day-to-day life. So getting out of where we're at, going someplace new with the facilitator and a coach like yourself who can really lead people into deep places within themselves and doing it in a place like Bali. I mean, this is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to, um, you know, to know 
what you should be doing, but it's another thing to get to immerse yourself in living the lifestyle of what that looks like. About um, three months ago, I went down to Albuquerque with one of my um, corporate partners here who has their location in Denver and a location in Albuquerque. And so we traveled together and she sort of got to experience what three days with Michelle is like, um, Mm. who packs her own food and makes sure she exercises even though it's a long day. And when we go out to eat, still making really thoughtful, mindful choices. And on the drive back, she said, you know, uh, you've been having... Uh, wellness trainings for us for years and your information is always amazing and we always enjoy and value it. But I think so often then we leave and we don't really know how to go about really putting into it our real lives and spending these three days with you. You know, it, it gave her an awareness that she is already doing a lot of really great things for her health and well-being, but she could see how just making these little changes and doing something like that could kind of take it to the next level. So that was also another just, you know, interesting um, level of awareness for me because I just get used to what I do. It doesn't seem that fantastic or that unusual to me. But I can see how somebody who's never been exposed to this kind of stuff would be like, wow, I never thought of that. Um, And so I think that is what, you know, getting out of your day-to-day life and the distractions of life um, can, can offer you when you do something like going on a wellness retreat. But I know there are a lot of wellness retreats that also don't really mimic real life. Right, So you go on this wellness right. retreat, and, and wellness means something different to everybody. So to somebody, that might mean spa and being pampered, Right. which, yes, that's wellness. But that's not, to me, that's not learning how to live a healthy lifestyle, right? That's, that's a vacation, which we should all take vacations. But to really grow and enhance and have that personal development go on, you can't just be catered to, mm. right? You, you got to do the work. Mm. You got to do some hard work sometimes. Um, but to do it in a place where you are surrounded by the the environment, not only the physical environment, but the type of energy that this environment is going to offer, I think just um, allows for that deeper level of learning and growth to happen. So in that 10 days, we'll... Will people that are attending be fully immersed into things such as how to make healthy habits around their eating, you know, getting up and, and creating movement for their body? Uh, will it encompass all of that in the 10 days? So people will be living uh, uh, an actual well-rounded healthy lifestyle in that 10 days. Even if it's not in their home, even if it's in a beautiful place, they're going to still be doing some work to attain that healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. So um, as I was working with this group, the Bali Institute, you know, they have all these options where we can make breakfast for you and we can make lunch and dinner for you and then we'll go out here and go out there. And while that's awesome... We need to learn how to make our own breakfast. Like, we need to share meals. We need to cook together. Um, So I have uh, reserved an entire villa, and it's a stunning property. And the house will be stocked with an abundance of healthy food, and we're going to learn as a group... What does healthy eating look like? How do we do it? Now, this is not to say that I am the authority on how everyone should be eating, but there are many people who know what to eat. They just don't know how to make it part of their lifestyle. So I want to just have the experience to help 
identify that it's not as hard as you might think it is, right? And these are the skills that you can then figure out how to go back home and implement. We will have daily yoga and meditation where mm. a local uh, Balinese yogi and gui- meditative guides will come in and do those things for us. I will have some fitness classes going on. Um, some of our excursions are active. Some of them are um, health-related in other ways. We're going to be making our own coconut oil, which I think is super cool. That is amazing. Um, we'll be going to the local market and purchasing food and then going to the Balinese cooking school and cooking some Balinese cuisine, uh, sharing a meal with the local people, and then uh, some of these other uh, experiences that are extremely unique, meeting um, some local people that you would not otherwise get the chance to meet, which I'm also really excited for. So this is 10 full days. This sounds like it's going to be very active and reflective. Absolutely. There's time for everything. So that's the beauty of having 10 days. Now, we live in Denver, Colorado. It's a haul to get to Bali. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, we leave on Saturday, May 23rd to arrive in Bali on May 25th. So the retreat is May 25th to June 3rd, but you need to understand that you have to leave on the 23rd to get there on the 25th. Um, But yes, there's going to be plenty of time for play, for reflection, for downtime. This is not like a super strict go, go, go. That was one thing I wanted to make sure that there was space and downtime. Um, And there's plenty of opportunity for the guests to have one-on-one time with me if they want that, if they want some you know, deeper guidance or questions that they don't feel comfortable talking about with the group. Uh, it's a, I, I, I think, think of myself as boutique wellness. So it's a small group. It's 8 to 12 people, um, which is a nice size to get down and dirty into some stuff if you feel comfortable doing that. But also, um, you know, it's, it's big enough that you you don't necessarily have to become best friends with everybody who's there, right? Because there's going to be a lot of different people, different backgrounds, different experiences, different levels of comfort of opening up. Um, And that's really what I want to emphasize is that this is for each individual to really decide what experience they want out of this. And I'm there to help guide and push a little bit, but by no means do I ever want to force somebody to be uncomfortable with anything, Mm, I like how you're wording that because there is there is oftentimes a part of you know an individual going by themselves somewhere new where they wonder, oh, am I going to not fit in or am I going to be by myself the whole time? And there's also the other individuals that say, I don't want to go and have to interact with and be with people all the time because that's not part of my growth process. So you're giving opportunities for both, which I think is really smart. And before we continue on, I'm going to say now that if you guys are interested and you want to learn more, go to betterbeings.net and there will be a link there to take you to the retreat. And we're going to keep talking about it a little longer, but I want to just make sure that we let people know that betterbeings.net will be in the show notes, but go check it out because space is limited small group is going. And as you guys can tell, like Michelle is one of my besties and I would not be here telling you that this is such an amazing opportunity if I didn't know that it is going to be so transformative for those that are there. And I, I want to talk to about two things that came up for me. Number one is I have this idea in my mind that I think that everybody knows about simple things like nutrition. I, I, I like to think that people understand how to make good nutritional decisions. 
But I realize that not everybody does. And even if they have good intentions, sometimes we don't understand, especially processed food, right? If we if we don't really dive into understanding what is in processed food, you can be the best exerciser, you can do the most fitness that you want, and not, not necessarily understand that what you're putting in your body is not helping your body recover. I feel like that that's such a big key piece of us acknowledging what we don't know. And... That's going to be amazing for people to, to learn that with you directly because you still are in my ear all the time. When I make a, a meal, listen, people, Michelle has these these little sayings that she uses and it stays in your mind forever wherever you go. And for her, it's PFF is your BFF and that is protein, fiber, and fat is your best friend. So each time I make a meal, even if I'm just having a plain salad, I think to myself, okay, where's the protein? Oh, wait, there's no fat. Where's the fat? Oh, it's in the dressing. Or, oh, I'm going to have an avocado. Or, oh, I'm going to do this. I think about it all the time. And I think it's this just a small piece. It's just an example that sticks in my head. But there's so many tidbits that you can give people to really just understand how to think about it. It's just thinking about it differently. It is. And it's interesting. I just had a call today with a gal who was telling me that she, you know, doesn't have a lot of energy throughout the day. And she's wondering if it's low thyroid or it's, you know, some other complication. So I asked her first, well, tell me a little bit about like what you eat. And she hardly eats anything. Mm. So I thought, well, that's probably it, right? I mean, food is your fuel. So sometimes, especially as women, we even get ourselves in this mindset that, well, I'm really good if I hardly eat, right? That's a good thing, except mm. that it's not. And so whenever we have any kind of issue, I'm always going to want to understand what are your daily nutritional habits looking like? If those are spot on, then we'll move on to something else. But maybe there are certain areas to modify. And yeah, we can eat healthy foods, but if it's not in the right way, it could still have an impact on your energy or how you feel physically or um, you know what it's going to do to your level of risk for disease. And so definitely uh, PFF is your BFF. That's a big one. Everybody tells me it rings in their ears. I know. Ears. You, you say it. It's, it's like you've just left these tendrils and everybody brain when they're planning their foods, which is a good thing. I mean, for you to come up with something that can stick in my mind when I really just want cake all the time, but I don't eat cake all the time because I know it's not, I know it's not going to help my body achieve the goals that I want to achieve. I know that. So I save it for special occasions because everything in moderation. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the workshops. What kind of workshops will be held there? Um, so my personal workshops that I'm going to be having, I think I scheduled four of them throughout the time. When I was in Kauai, we had a a, a pretty um, involved agenda. And I did one of my workshops every day, which everybody really liked, but I felt like it was too much of me. <laughs> so I want to make this trip to Bali a little less of me, but also because we have much more time than we had in Kauai, you're still going to get as much. It's just spread over more time um, with with opportunity to do some of the other amazing things. And um, so we'll cover things like nutrition and stress management, mindfulness, which of course we'll address in meditation and yoga. But I have some particular activities and worksheets and things that we work through to, to really help people dig into their own personal issues and how to create the strategies to help them move forward in some of those things. So um, it'll be, you know, it'll be a varied agenda of uh, various topics related to aspects of well-being. 
All right, people, you heard it here. Betterbeings.net is where you can find out more information. And let's talk a little bit more about your corporate wellness programs, because I know that this is a, a big focus area of what you do. And I know that a lot of companies have put aside and earmarked dollars to bring someone in to help their employees in their personal lives, because we know that if, as employees of our, of our, in our jobs, if we are better healthy personally, we're going to be better at what we do at work. And so if you work for a company or you, or you own a company and you have dollars to put towards helping your employees, what, what can you do with them? Like, what does that look like? So I can come in for a lunch and learn type of training. doesn't have to be at lunchtime. It could be any time. Um, I do half-day workshops, full-day workshops. Um, this company I was talking about where I went down to Albuquerque, we did the U Revolution as a two-day workshop. So it was intense. It was deep dive. Um, and those are fun for me when I get to really spend a lot of time with the participants. Um, often we'll tag one-on-one -on -one coaching to go along with that. So so that it's not, okay, here's the information, mm. see a good luck, mm. but they have an opportunity to have some one-on-one -on -one guidance uh, to answer questions or, you know, just to help them create some strategies for themselves. Um, but yeah, I have a huge list of topics that I train on and it, it covers everything from, you know, the, the things that I mentioned, sleep, stress management, all aspects of nutrition, how to get exercise as part of your lifestyle. I do a lot about mindset, attitude, goal setting, you know, all these things that are really necessary to help us implement real change. And people can also do it though over the course of weeks too, right? So you could, I mean, a company could even set up something for their employees um, or for themselves, even for you to come in once a week over a period of time and cover these topics. Because that's one thing I know is that when you get a bunch of information fed at you like a fire hydrant, if you don't have the tools to follow up or actually start implementing them or have follow-up questions, because the thing is we do, if we make a small change in our life, a lot of things can change, which means we might have subsequent questions or even just need help. We just need help. Like that's, that's like the, the core of coaching is knowing not just, it's not just the accountability piece. It's knowing, well, gosh, I did this and then all of this changed. Like I changed the way that I get, what time I get up in the morning so I could do this activity and move my body even just for 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden I'm way more hungry, which means I'm not keeping up with the way my strategy around my food was. And then that stressed me out because I thought about food all day. And then that I wasn't as productive at work. And then I didn't, I was tired at night. And my husband said, and I'm not married, so this is not me. I'm clearly not talking about me. And, and my, my partner said, oh my gosh, there's no time left for me at the end of the night. And yet you feel like you've just made these really positive changes in your life. And you're stuck now with trying to understand how to morph that in. And this is a real example, actually, of somebody I know that made a really positive change in their life, started exercising earlier in the morning, which means their clocks got set for like a 4.45 wake up. And kudos to her, right? Making all these changes, but then she didn't account for the hunger because she needed more fuel. And all of this impacted her day. And then when she came home at night, she was experiencing this... Um, this animosity from our partner, first of all, probably because he was not making those same life choices, number one. And number two, she was tired. She wanted to go to bed a little earlier. <laughs> so things changed. And, and that's an example of someone that I know would have really benefited from having that follow-up call, that follow-up discussion at like, oh, yes, yes, I'm making a change. And when we make a change, guess what? A lot of other things change. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that and and that's something for me having as I said 
23 years of experience, Mm. as well as my own experience of when I made changes in my own life, the things that happened subsequently, um, I can guide people through some of that. Or if someone's telling me, well, I want to start getting up in the morning to exercise, then I will walk them through every single step. Make sure you account for this. What about that? Okay, double check that you have enough food with you because you're going to have to eat uh, you know, in your car on the way to work after you've worked out, right? So I know where the gaps need to be filled in because I've done it and I've lived it and I've worked with people who have done that exact same thing where somebody who's making this change for the first time, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. And so it's not even, you know, anything that crosses their mind to consider. Um, so yeah, the follow-up calls, I do a lot of five and six-week series, exactly mm. what you said, where I'll come in weekly for five or six weeks. The U Revolution is a 10-week class, so come in for 10 or 11 weeks. We usually do a kickoff week because it is such an investment for people's time. I want to have one week of kind of setting expectations before we dig into the content. Um, So, you know, that's an option. Um, But again, being boutique wellness, I can create whatever a company would like me to create. So that's the benefit of working with uh, kind of a solopreneur is I am very happy to, you know, try to fill your needs in whatever way you need them. Just, I mean, that's how the U Revolution was created because somebody came to me and said, will you create this? And that's how that happened. So mm, beautiful. Well, I, I am, I highly encourage anybody that's listening. If you want to find out more about Michelle and the services she offers or access her book or just find, I mean, find a way to interact with what she's doing because your life will get better. You will learn more, even just about how you make your own decisions and where you're at. Maybe even just to start with taking a checkpoint of where you are and where you want to go. You know, maybe that will be reading her book. Maybe that will be finding out more about this amazing retreat that she has coming up. And it also could be calling Michelle and setting up some time with her um, and do some one-on-one work, like really look at where you're at and where you can go. Because listen, I'm truly a believer that when you work with someone who has been where you want to be or is where you want to be, that's where the learning happens. We can't get somewhere if we cannot visualize what it's like to get to that end place. And you have so many different ways in which people can do that. So thank you. Thank you. All right. So betterbeings.net and social media is where can people find you? I know she cringes. Listen, I know Michelle and we have had, I have to tell you guys behind the scenes, we have so many funny conversations about social media because she, and she's right. She doesn't need social media to do her work, but people like me want her out on more social media because then more people find her. But it's not her favorite, and I get it. It's not. So I am, I mean, better being, it's better beings US on Facebook and Instagram, but I'm terrible about posting. So unfortunately, you're probably not going to learn a whole bunch of really great stuff. I am going to get better every year that goes on my vision board, the social media icons, because Mm. I know it's something I should be better about doing, and I'm going to be working hard at that. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, just my name, Michelle Zellner, and then my website, betterbeings.net. It's so funny. I just, I'm just going to go on a side tangent here. I just had a conversation with someone that is not really active on social media, um, and he doesn't need to be. Like he doesn't, he doesn't own his company. He's an employee. He has a great job. He's very happy. He communicates with his family by telephone. Shocking. He calls people. He doesn't post on their walls or send direct messages. But he said it's interesting. He uses social media to find out information about others, or even to look up company. Well, actually, he was looking at my company, um, but. They use it to find other things. And that's like a one-way social media user. 
and I totally get it. Like, it's if you cannot be on social media, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I know, but I also know that no one's going to come to my retreat if they don't know who I am. So I get this that. This is true. <laughs> this is true. And so we were trying to think of which episodes you had done on the show previously, and we cannot. I will see if I can find the links and put them in the show. But I, I definitely think you were in the top five, the first five. And I think it was somewhere in the 20s. So I will look for those. If not... They know how to reach you at betterbeings.net. Yes. Thank you so much, Tarly. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you guys for spending some time with us to learn more about this amazing opportunity in Bali and to learn more about Michelle Zellner, my friend, my heart, my soul attached to this woman. And so thank you, Michelle. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, my name is Les Conley. And as producer of this show, I enjoy listening right along with you. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app and follow Grit and Grace so that we can keep you up to date on all the exciting shows coming your way. Please check the show notes for links to our guests and feel free to contact us for more information. Taver Lee is a social impact entrepreneur and she can be found at taverlee.com. That's T-A-H-V-E-R-L-E-E.com. We know your time is extremely valuable. We appreciate you spending it with us. Thank you.